Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat in front of every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world. This week's plot so far is by Nick Tucker, aka Magic Monkey. And he says Rapunzel is a 12 years and 11 months old girl with long hair. Mm-hmm. But not like fantasy fairy tale long, just regular long. <laughs> One day, after a particularly heavy snowfall burnt down her woodshed. <laughs> And that is what happened. Her dad sells her to a gruff-voiced posho, known only as the Squire, who entices her by threatening to kill her rubbish family. Mm. That is true. After a long... (laughs) It is true. After a long and tearful goodbye, she goes to live in his big house to be his friend stroke wife and say nice things about his poo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Thankfully, it turns out Rapunzel and the Squire can't be married until Rapunzel reaches the mature and experienced age of 13. Mm. So the Squire puts her outside to get older. Okay, so in this week's episode, we're going to find out how Rampion reacts to his sister being sold to an old man, and we're going to get to see the wedding of that old man to his young child bride. Here comes the child, (laughs) six inches high. Oh my god. Yeah, and let's also not forget that this is a wedding written by Howard, and although it may be set in 1625, (laughs) I suspect, knowing how you write, I suspect you're going to draw on your own experience. Oh yeah, there's definitely going to be a disc. It's gonna be. It's gonna seem like a wedding from the 1980s. Chicken legs. Yeah, chicken legs. Disco. Grand. The birdie song. The birdie song. Gonna be yeah. <laughs> Birdie song. Superman. Superman by Black, Black Lace. Lace. Yeah. Comb your hair. Have a swim. Have a swim. Superman. Yeah. And if, by the way, everyone listener, if you are not from England in the past, like we are, and you're like, what? What's black? That's Black Lace. Black Lace. When we were kids, at every wedding, they would play Black Lace Superman, right? Because it was a, yeah. it was a terrible song where they basically told you what to do. It was call and response, right? Where they'd say, song. do a mime and all this rubbish mime that you'd have to do. And you'd all stand Brilliant. in a big circle. It wasn't rubbish. It was all stand in a big circle, but like absolute morons, it, it, do, pretending to <laughs> swim or comb your hair. <laughs> Comb your hair, and because we're so because British people are so rubbish, they can't do a basic dance. It's designed they can't even do, to make it's to make your life easier. They can't you know? even do a basic rubbish dance. So it's all like pretend you're swimming. <laughs> yeah, a fucking awful song. What you need to understand about England in the past, as opposed to <laughs> how it is now, is that like now everyone wants to be on the X Factor and everyone can do all those funky dance moves oh, yeah, of the yeah. Spice Girls and like um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. NSYNC tours. <laughs> But when we were younger, even the pop stars of the time couldn't do any couldn't dancing. Dance I mean, look these. at Rick Astley. Yeah. So, so what they <laughs> did to, to make it easier, it was kind of like our version of line dancing that they have in the yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. But instead of like you know doing like learning three steps, steps, it was like comb your hair, blow your nose, <laughs> wave 
wave your arm. Spray. Yeah, yeah that was one. Where you'd Spray. lift your arm and pretend you were yeah. spraying on deodorant, yeah. right? Should've I tell you done. what, if you want if you want to know what that is, go on YouTube and look for Black Lace Superman and and find out what, what life was like for us as children. Alright, let's get on with this week's episode, shall we? Yes, please. Right, we're in the garden of Century Chase, and Rapunzel is meeting the gardener. Mm-hmm. And the gardener says, So, you like the garden? No. Oh, <laughs> why? Why don't you like my garden? And she says, You think you can control nature, but you can't. It is stronger than us all. Well, how did I manage to cut the grass? <laughs> the grass I cut that this morning yeah. it's short grass I controlled nature yeah. if, it were, if it were impossible to control nature then the grass would have cut me <laughs> <laughs> and that didn't happen did it? no I cut the grass so proving that what you're saying is wrong no she thinks she can't control nature and the gardener actually says but my maze I shall shape the hedges to my specifications not nature's I'm not going to make nature's maze I'm not going to uh, nature sent me a picture of a maze yesterday <laughs> it was rubbish basically you walk in turn around three times and come out again that's not a good maze look at my maze it's got five exits mm. and a million a million ways to go so the, the squire said it's too many I should come down the number a bit <laughs> but I said no no I shall shape the hedges to my specifications not nature's You'll always be trimming them, forever digging weeds. You lay paths, but the weeds, they break through. They are stronger. You're a smart one for your age, aren't you? Oh, look at you. Oh, look at me. I know know what weeds do. (laughs) Look at me. I'm a a weed expert. I'm going to go and tell the gardener what weeds are. (laughs) I don't think I know what weeds are. I'm a gardener. Oh, do you want to point to a tree? Oh, look, that's a tree. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks very much, Rapunzel, for telling me what a tree is. Oh, look, that is a dandelion. Yes, funny. Oh, I'll I'll write that down in my little book, in my gardener book. Rapunzel says this is a dandelion. Thanks very much, Rapunzel. And you can't cut the grass. The grass cuts you. (laughs) You can go now. Yeah. I've had it. I think I've learned everything I can from you. Yeah. So the next scene is interior fable cottage. We're back at Rapunzel's house. Oh. A well-fed fire burns in the hearth. It's, just, <laughs> it's so so often. It's like you, I'm seriously. just a very fat log now. <laughs> a hot fat yeah, log. An arrogant fat fire sitting in the hearth, going. You know, I used to think I was just a hot log, but actually, I'm a brilliant fat fire. It is like you were writing this knowing that one day huh. we would do this. And you huh. thought, well, this is a boring line. There is a fire, you know, yeah. a, a big fire. What if I call it a well-fed fire? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be something that Rufus will think is funny in years to come. Danielle sits at the table staring into the flames as they dance. So it's a dancing fat fire. <laughs> Her eyes seem dead. All right, now that's weird. <laughs> okay. Just uh, the rest hollow of her, sockets, basically. <laughs> no, the rest of her... Uh, she's still got eyes, but they are dead. The rest of her is alive, mm. but she's got dead eyes. Seem dead. Yeah, they're okay, dead. okay, they're not dead, really, because who's got dead eyes? <laughs> I mean, that's not a thing. Maybe it's just... You know how zombies, in mm. zombie TV now, and zombie uh, movies, they, they wear contact lenses to make yeah. them, like, grey-eyed kind of things? They just go all, like, plain. Yeah, maybe she's got zombie eyes. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's wearing grey contact lenses. She's a zombie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, no, she, all right, yeah, but she's a new zombie, so she hasn't got... Like, zombies tend to get 
Like the longer they're around, presents the news as a new zombie. <laughs> yeah, she's a new no, zombie. Right? No, fun and the, zombie yeah. news. And the thing about new zombies is yeah. they wear a lot of makeup, yeah. right, to hide the rotting flesh. Mm. So the rest of her looks quite normal, but mm. you can't put makeup on your eyes, <laughs> right? So her eyes seem dead, but actually she's like 100 percent dead. Yeah, 100 percent dead. <laughs> she's all dead. So she's a new zombie. Dong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brains. <laughs> Dong. <laughs> Dong. <laughs> yeah, that's the news for zombies. <laughs> and in other news, <laughs> and now the weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same joke. <laughs> what ifs? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to go somewhere, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I just went to more zombies. Yeah, more There's not much you can do with zombie jokes. It's just <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> And now, now we go over to the whether their legs will stay on or not. <laughs> okay, nailed it. <laughs> they didn't stay on. <laughs> if you bet on legs don't stay on, you win. Congratulations. Um, right, so her eyes seem dead. Edward is sat at the door of the twins' bedroom. His legs seem dead. No, it's better than that. It's better than that. <laughs> It's like, I mean, just in this one tiny paragraph, it's like three and a half lines, and you've crammed so many gags in. <laughs> a well-fed fire burns in the hearth. All right, brilliant first opening gag. Well done, right? Danielle sits at the table, staring into the flames as they dance. Dancing fire, also good gag, okay? Her eyes seem dead. She's a zombie. Brilliant, all right? Edward is sat at the door of the twins' bedroom. He is stroking the door. <laughs> he is stroking the door. Yeah. End on your best joke. I mean, yeah. well done. That's like a tiny little routine there. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He is stroking the door. I've got a new pet door. <laughs> Would you like to pet it? I haven't got a daughter anymore, but I've got a door. door it's half as good. There, there, door. <laughs> door of mine. Yeah. Interior. Twins' bedroom. Fable cottage. Rampion lies on the bed, his arms folded like a dead man. A chair has been put under the door handle to keep it locked shut. The windows are open. <laughs> he is not very good at locking. <laughs> Rampion is a moron. That's right, he knows his dad's a fucking moron as well. He hasn't <laughs> yeah. figured out you can get into yeah. the window. He'll be stroking that door for hours, I'll be fine. Rampion lies still. An ominous shadow seems to cross over his sleeping figure. Huh? Mrs. Fox, voiceover. They say the boy's grief at losing his sister was so great... He kissed the lips of death that day and welcomed the end. Of course, they're wrong about that. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen death, but he don't have no lips. He's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big, scary skeleton with a scythe. So he kissed the bony face of death that day and welcomed him into his face. <laughs> Close up, Rampion. There is no breath. He is dead. Nice. Did he just die of a broken heart? Is that what happened there? Uh, basically committed suicide with a window hypothermia, I think. Oh, is that why the windows were open? Because mm. he's freezing to death. Yeah, because oh, that protects you, doesn't it? He's death by open windows. Mm. That's what the coroner's going to write. Cause of death, windows. <laughs> <laughs> so Rampion's dead. So a sad day. So, I, I suppose that the zombies were doing zombie news when that was happening. That was what that was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was zombie news. Oh, yeah, you're bong. Well, it's news of someone's death. Yeah. So it is absolutely zombie, zombie news. news. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, so Rampion's coming back as a yeah, zombie. Yeah, I think so. Let's, well, let's see. There is no breath. He is dead. He gets up and eats his mum. <laughs> <laughs> So, poor Rampion is dead. 
dead and eating his mum. <laughs> no, not that bit though. Okay, just the he is part. just dead. Okay, he's not a zombie. There is no zombie news, and consequently, yeah. no one can possibly know that Rampion is dead yet. Oh. No one outside the cottage can possibly know, and that includes poor Rapunzel. little Rapunzel. Poor little Rapunzel, his twin. Unless I don't know if she's got some kind of twin magic. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's find out. Let's go over to. Uh, Rapunzel at the squire's house. Mm -hmm. Exterior, rear garden, century chase. Rapunzel's eyes are wide. She touches the necklace that she wears around her neck, holding the pendant. The squire says, Are you feeling better, sweetness? Rapunzel smiles. She holds out a large fruit in her bandaged hand. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a melon. Do you want my melon? melon? Does that mean Look, you I've got a yes or no? I mean, <laughs> I've just been standing here holding this melon, <laughs> Could you, but like my hand hurts. Could you take it? I don't know why you wanted me to come out and stand next to the tree with a melon. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it's the only way I can get off. Can't you just put it in your other hand? <laughs> and it wouldn't hurt so much. Now she holds out a large fruit in mm. her bandaged hand. The squire looks a little confused. <laughs> Where'd you get the melon from? <laughs> Melons don't exist yet. <laughs> Don't exist. Necessarily true. Maybe we don't have them here. No, no, they don't exist. exist. They only start existing in 1800. I've never heard of one anyway. I didn't know it was cold then. (laughs) Didn't you? Told me. That's just been in the description. (laughs) I've never said melon. (laughs) You just said it. No, I didn't. I never said melon. Okay, so um, he looks confused but takes the fruit. She enters the house. The squire looks down at the fruit in his hand. It is split and bleeding on him. Turns out it's not a fruit, it is a guinea pig. pig. (laughs) He drops it and shakes his hand. The fruit hits the ground and splits open. It is foul inside, rotten and infested with spiders. Tiny spiders spill out and walk about. <laughs> That's what it's like. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. I should go for a walk. I'm going to go over here, Larry. Where are you going to go? You come over here. Come on, Spinky. <laughs> Speak. Spinky. Spinky the spider. Spinky. Oh, Spinky the spider. Because they can speak. Yeah, I'm Spinky the spider. 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 Oh, I'm unusual because I can speak. No, this, it says. Tiny spiders spill out and walk about. Mm. The squire, seeing this, stamps on a few, grimaces, and then enters the uh, house. It's that like, one. Yeah, and that one. <laughs> it's that like one. That, right? you, you rest of you can go. <laughs> so Rapunzel has sensed the death of her brother using her twin magic, right? Yeah. And so she's gone to her room to have a bit of a cry, probably. So she can probably sense because, like, you, you used to have this aerial that pointed up, and like it's always it's always transmitting to her. But all of a sudden, it's gone all limp, and oh. now she's going like, I don't feel the presence of the Rampion presence anymore. Of Rampion's aerial anymore? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does, do you think we can get through five uh, minutes without mentioning a boy's penis? Do you think that's? <laughs> do you, you want to mention a girl's so, penis no, instead? No, no, I'm saying, what if we do, like have a little challenge, right? Let's have a little challenge yeah. where we just won't make any jokes about any body parts for a while okay just to see if maybe we can do a bit better yeah, yeah no i can do that your game is pretty low at the moment okay so so <laughs> rapunzel goes to her bedroom to cry yeah, yeah. not <laughs> out of her eyes because that's a body part and downstairs <laughs> no no okay the squire no, you can mention eyes uses Alex. his shoes but not his feet or legs <laughs> to murder a lot of spiders and now what we're going to do is we're going to go to back to, to fable, cottage. fable cottage to see what's happening with the dead uh, yeah. With the tragically dead Rampion, right? Yeah, and there's definitely nothing sexy about that. Okay, let's give it a try. 
Cut to interior Fable Cottage. Edward walks slowly from the twins' bedroom, head hung, carrying the body of Rampion in his arms, wrapped in a dark blanket. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, I've got some quite bad news. <laughs> you might want to brace yourself for this. You know how you were upset when uh, I sold one of our children? She does not respond. He carries the boy to her and kneels in front of her. Look, look at this, look, look, look. It's a dead boy. <laughs> he shakes, shakes the corpse of her son in oh her face. God, yes. She looks at her dead child being shook in her face <laughs> by her husband. She takes the child so that he stops shaking him <laughs> in her face and cradles him in her arms, sobbing. Cut to wedding montage with music. Ooh. What music? <coughs> like some kind of 80s thing. It's a dress up thing. So, yeah. Well, it's... What's a nice cake? What a lovely dress. Oh, I think we'll have prawn salads to start with. I like your top hat. Knocking away. Knocking away. Knocking away. <laughs> Even, no matter what you do, you can't not. You can't not. Right? Right, oh, let's raise our game a bit, okay? Knocking <laughs> away. Oh, whoops, I accidentally oh. said, said boobs. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so yeah, so our heart is playing, playing. Uh, during the montage. I think so, because it a, it's a pre-wedding montage, mm. right? Rapunzel stands on a stool. Oh, while... maybe a nice day for a white wedding. That'd be good. Yes, because that's a bit like... Meow, just... meow, and it's um, meow, Hey Little meow, Sister meow, as well. Meow, yes. Right? So <laughs> oh, it's Rampion's so... ghost singing So it. fucking appropriate. Yeah, yeah Rampion's ghost. Like, you, you see him in heaven and he's all like, Hey Little Sister, what have you done? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Hey, little sister, cover up your bum. Because <laughs> yeah. the first one is, Rapunzel stands on a stool whilst dressmakers busy themselves about her person, creating a magnificently elegant weeding dress. <laughs> it's got one D. It's got one D. All right. Sorry, I think it means wedding dress. Yeah, well, that's a weeding dress. Okay. That garden? She loves she's the garden. Getting, she's she getting... loves the garden. She, okay, so she's got a weeding dress. She's not getting married. She's going to do some gardening. Mm. She's trying to make it up with that gardener she was horrible yeah. to earlier. So a magnificently elegant weeding dress. The squire stands by the door, nodding approvingly. That's, that's a good, yeah, I like, I like oh, good dress, good weeding dress. <laughs> nodding approvingly. Well done, well done, well done, twelve-year-old wife. Good dress. Well, I'm really happy. He's done there really well. In the garden, a huge web is cast across the branches of the great tree, and some of the fruit is infested with tiny spiders. Oh, that's great. It's a great tree. In the centre of the web sits a particularly vicious-looking mother. <laughs> Hello, I Hello. just come to the wedding. <laughs> Did I tell you about my dead son? Are you yes. all right down there, Rapunzel? <laughs> Me, a mother. So, uh, particularly vicious-looking mother, Rapunzel stands below, staring in awe at its fat body and spindly legs. It's not a nice way to talk about your own mother, is it? Mm. Mother, you're looking quite fat and spindly. Mm. Fat and spindly. <laughs> A huge ballroom within the chase is being decorated with ribbons and flowers by a few maids, <laughs> including young Mrs. Fox. Oh, sir, sir, he's putting up some ribbons and balloons. Balloons. Yeah, no, some ribbons and flowers. Some pig intestines and blowing them up and put them on the sea land. Painted them pink. Uh, the squire and Rapunzel walk arm in arm down one of the many corridors. They reach a door which he opens for her. She nods gratefully and enters, closing the door behind her. 
Rapunzel listens at the library door to hear the squire's footsteps lead him away, before turning to take in the collection of books. She quickly locates a book on spiders, mm. picks the book up, and the spiders run away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, my little friendly spiders. I'll always help you get away from those books that fall on you. Cut two. The montage is over. Interior dining room evening. The clock ticks. The squire sits alone. Sitting noises. Sitting noises. <laughs> At the table, which is set for two. Waiters standing. <laughs> oh, would you like the luck at the menu, Mister Squire? Oh, waiters. <laughs> A wonderfully narrow experience. <laughs> yeah, waiting on him, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Young Mrs. Fox enters and curtsies. Can I call her Miss Fox? Be a way of making a difference, isn't it? <laughs> So young Mrs. Fox. Yeah, you <laughs> young unmarried Mrs. Fox, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you only become Mrs. when you... I mean, she can't be a Mrs. Fox, because you've got to marry Mr. Fox to become Mrs. Fox. Yeah, yeah she hasn't she's, that raven yet. Before then, she's Ms. Oh, right, yeah. Fish true, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I forgot about that whole name-changing <laughs> thing, yeah. Good point, yeah. No, Miss Fox makes even less sense. You're right, I was more in the wrong then. Mm. I think we have to give you the I'm the clever one hat. Here you go, that's yours now. Can I come out of this stool in the corner as well? Come out of this stool? (laughs) Can I come out of this stool? Okay, give me the hat back. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Can I come out of this... (laughs) Can I come out of this stool in the corner no no you can't give me my hat oh it's such a sweet sweet moment but so so short lived I'm going to stay in this stool yeah stay in the stool okay (laughs) I think I know I should I probably should know this but um, I know I can intimidate you into saying something foolish by calling you clever it's like it it, it sets your brain on an an uneven kilter you panic you panic at the responsibility yeah. of being the, the clever one and, and your brain just goes, okay, quick, say something to do. I hope that's true. <laughs> I would like that thought. So the squire is eating dinner all alone. Because, except for all those waiters. Except for the waiters, yeah. Because his new future wife, or, you know, new purchase, Rapunzel... <laughs> has, for some reason, decided she doesn't want to join him for dinner, but instead is up to something to do with spiders. So let's find out what she's up to. Exterior, rear garden. Mm. Out of the darkness, the figure of Rapunzel appears. She goes to the tree and plucks a few of its fruit, which she places in her bag. I've got a few of its fruit. I've got a load of spiders now. Ah, I've a bag full of spiders. Spider bag. Spider bag. Spider bag. Look at my spider bag. <laughs> Open my bag. Fucking those spiders. Yeah. Lots of spiders in the bag. <laughs> yeah, why have I got a bag of spiders? Who knows? It is a spider bag. <laughs> Next scene. Interior stairwell century chase. Young Mrs. Fox is here dangling her legs through the rails and smoking a pipe. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, sir, sir, I'm smoking my pipe. She hears a noise below. Rapunzel climbs the staircase. All right, so she's... She didn't run away. She, I thought she was running away. She just went to get some fruit and came back again. Yeah. Okay. 
So she did go and get some spiders. That is what she did. I was just joking. I don't think she actually oh, got yeah, a spider she got bag. Sp- yeah, she got a spider I thought bag. she was running away and getting herself some food for the journey or something. No, she's got a spider bag. But she's got a spider bag. Spider bag. Spider, spider bag. bag. Why has she got a spider bag? Uh, presumably she's going to stick it all in the... Presumably she's going to stick it all... Squire's bed. In the squire's bed. <laughs> so that... So that... When he gets into bed, there's loads of spiders... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Rapunzel climbs the staircase. As she reaches the top, she stands above young Mrs. Fox, who looks up at her suspiciously. All right, so... Um, Rapun- Where's my bag? Where's my bag? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was Spider-Man there. The first French Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh, P- <laughs> Peter Parker. Um, yeah. Spider-hom. <laughs> what would it be, like a rant? It's Arantula Hom. <laughs> Let's find out what's what's Tarantula Hom. Tarantula Hom. It's learning time with Rivers and Howard. What is spider in French? Put, put, put Spider Man. Right, Spider Man. Yeah, that's a good idea. Om Aranyi. Om Aranyi. Om Aranyi. Om Aranyi. Om Aranyi. Do it again. Do it to the tune. Om Aranyi. Oh, Swinging around like a oh, Does a thing like a oh, That's because he's oh, Look out, here comes oh, No, she didn't get that one <laughs> She didn't know She didn't know the, uh... she didn't know the tune Good, right, Good well, try for a robot woman well, She did well, she did well for her first time singing hmm. The Spider-Man theme tune in French Well done, Matt, well done Matt's <laughs> robot woman Robot woman, robot, robot woman, woman Sings a song about Omarania <laughs> Oh, I'm a Ranyan. <laughs> oh, God, it must be rubbish being French. <laughs> it was to watch yeah. that. I'm going to read about someone called Omaranyan. I'm going to go to the cinema and watch Omaranyan. I'm going to go to the cinema and watch Omaranyan. No, thank you. That might not be what it's called because like, that's the direct translation. But let's see what is Spider Man called in French. Alan Robert. Alan Robert. <laughs> Alan Robert. <laughs> yeah, good. No, I think that is someone who, sky- who scales skyscrapers. That is a, a just a person. I've got a French student at the moment. I'll ask her on Monday. I won't. I'll forget. I mean, there's no chance. Also, it'd be weird in class. Halfway through class, we're doing like fucking present perfect or something. I go, oh, just one second. Um, anyway, <laughs> what is Spider-Man called in France? Spider-Man poster, France. La Ragnée. It's just called Laranye. The spider. Just called the spider. Ah. Le Aranye. <laughs> well, if you think our French pronunciation is amazing, why not write in and tell us how good we are at French? Yeah. If you don't, uh, no need to write in, don't yes, worry yes, about I'm it. Yes, I'm so good at <laughs> French. <laughs> Next scene. Interior. Corridor off Rapunzel's bedroom. The squire walks along and comes to Rapunzel's bedroom. like Laranye, isn't he? Laranye, Laranye <laughs> walks around on, on his, his feet. feet. Yeah, listener, we just had a little break. A little break with our faces. <laughs> anyway, while we were having a break, um, Howard came up with a great theme tune for the French Spider-Man, which was Laranye, Laranye walking around on his feet. <laughs> yeah, uh, oddly, while American Spider-Man has lots of powers, French <laughs> Spider-Man only has one, which yeah. is the ability to walk on his feet. Yeah. And not up walls, no. but just regular walking with his feet. Yeah. Would you like pastry? Yes. <laughs> yes, you would. Laranye. <laughs> likes eating pastries and having a walk. <laughs> He's like any other French person. 
Yeah. Hey, don't what, call me a Rodney for nothing. <laughs> oh, no, wait a second. They do do that. No, that's because you're wearing the outfit. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still wears the tights and everything. Yeah, yeah. And the, the mask. Cut to exterior rear garden century chase day. The sun is shining through the branches of the tree. Many seats have been laid out and they are all occupied by members of staff within the chase. Uh, maids, gardeners, waiters, etc. Waiters. Yeah, yeah. Door people. <laughs> Laurentier is there. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Danielle and Edward are there. It's a surprise for Rapunzel. Boo. Yes. Oh, look, we've got your brother in the back. Carry on. The wooden altar is decorated with flowers, and the pr- you're really putting a lot of emphasis on that altar being wooden. Uh, what is an altar? It's like a raised dais where you'd get religion <laughs> <laughs> and married. Where you either you get religion yeah. or you get married. So the wooden altar is decorated with flowers, and the priest. <laughs> They're decorated with flowers, and the priest stands beneath, facing the squire who waits for the arrival of his bride. Mm. From the altar, down the aisle, and to the French windows of the chase, a red carpet has been laid. Okay, well, that explains why Laurentier is the priest, then, if they're French windows. <laughs> and a red carpet. Yeah, yeah. That's actually, is he, like, when he stands on the red carpet, you can't see. Yeah. A live orchestra sits to one side playing. Kind of dead orchestra. <laughs> live live. On the other side. Yeah. Not playing. <laughs> Rotten. <laughs> Rampion is amongst them. <laughs> yeah. He is not playing not all playing of the instruments. <laughs> as is everyone in that orchestra. Yes. All of them are not playing all of the instruments. <laughs> the orchestra stops playing and a hush falls throughout the guests. The orchestra strums up a wedding-esque tune. <laughs> yeah, wedding-esque. From within the house, the veiled... <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, orchestra. I said, when I said wedding-esque tune, I meant more, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the bridal march, that well, kind no, of thing. No, the birdie song. No, no, I don't want that. that one. It's not very wedding-esque, okay, is it? Okay, well, that's the only song we know. Do you know um, Superman by Black Lace? Oh, well, yeah, we, we, that's we, quite wedding-esque, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. usually at the reception, but at least it's got the right association. Okay, trombonists. Walk down the aisle. (laughs) Marry an old man. (laughs) Have sex. (laughs) Cry yourself to sleep. (laughs) Put spiders in a bag. Okay, all right. (laughs) Maybe we can do without the the lyrics. So, we are in the garden at Century Chase, and the squire is in the middle of marrying his child bride. It's the wedding of the century. It's the wedding of the century. It's the wedding of Century Chase. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. It's the wedding of the century chase. That okay. is true, yes. So, uh, the priest is speaking, and the priest says, That you stand together in the sight of God as man and wife. Mm. That's it. They're man and wife. 
But which one is the man and which one is the <laughs> wife? I've chosen just to be unusual to make Rapunzel the man. <laughs> Rapunzel, you are now a man. Oh, and thank you. <laughs> exterior garden. <laughs> you right? Yeah, it's Doctor Who. I know, uh, Doctor Who to do to say oh. exterior garden. Tardies. The squire kisses Rapunzel for rather longer than is pleasant to watch. <laughs> like like, like a many seconds. <laughs> ten, uh, ten minutes. Yeah, many seconds longer than it's, than, than it's comfortable, isn't it? I mean, anything... Uh, Anything, oh, anything at all when it's a 50-year-old man uh, kissing a 13-year-old girl, yes. Let us get this banquet out of the way quickly, my dear. Uh, we have other business uh, fucking we hell. need to attend what to. What's wrong with him? He carries her up the aisle and into the house, stumbling slightly as he goes on account of being an old man. The priest follows. Uh, what's the priest got to do with it? I'm coming along. I want so to they see... get this banquet out. They're going for dinner. Oh, okay. I They're not going okay. straight to the fucking. All right. Gonna have some cheese before you fuck. <laughs> the guests clap and cheer as they go. Hooray! Yes. Uh, yay, Peter! <laughs> <laughs> yay, Matt, old man, <laughs> being twelve. Well, they got no choice. Oh, they don't work yeah, for him. That's do, why. Yeah. That's why he's only got people to work for him. So the only like... two people who aren't clapping are her parents. <laughs> Interior, rear lounge. Entering through the French windows, the squire puts Rapunzel down. You're ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. She's like, we're already married, you don't need to neg me now. (laughs) For goodness sake. No, he put. He literally put. He places her on the ground. He injects he's been, her. He's been Roar! carrying her. <laughs> what? He injects her. Puts her down. Oh, he said he's an injector. Yeah. Like they were in a James Bond car. And no, he pressed like the she's in a v, 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 VCR recording device. <laughs> what, what, sorry, v, 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 VCR video, 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 video recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know what to put her in there for. But take her out of the video <laughs> Quick recorder. Quick inject. Oh no, she's all square now. <laughs> Which, of course, is what happens yeah. when you put people in VCRs. Force they them become in. square. Come back out. You know, like, tape, like VCR tapes were... <laughs> they were square. I will join you presently, my love, <laughs> says Rapunzel. The squire looks inquiringly at her, then smiles and nods. You should look inquiringly at her, didn't you? <laughs> Where is he going? Well, she's gone. Basically, I guess he's gone to the banquet. She's or gone, but, but she's gone <laughs> is something they're eating for dinner. No, no. Um, presumably, I mean, they were on their way to the banquet, and yeah. then she's all like, "I'll be there in a minute." Oh, like, right. So he's carried on, I guess, and she's okay, gone yeah, off somewhere yeah. else. Well, oh, so they're going through the French windows, yeah, uh, into the rear lounge, and they're going to carry on through the rear lounge to the dining into room. the dining room. Yeah, okay, and, yeah. And, and but she's, she's gone. Like, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, I'm just going to go. She's going to kill myself. Bye. Next scene. Interior ballroom century chase. The room has been transformed into a banqueting hall. Tables around the edges are laid for a mighty feast. Why are they around the edges if it's banquet? You're thinking of a buffet, aren't you? <laughs> You've said, the ballroom has been transformed into a buffet like my sister had at her wedding. <laughs> yeah, people are queuing and getting chicken legs. <laughs> Tables around the edges are laid ready for a mighty feast. The guests begin to filter in, ooing and aahing at the finery they see. The guests, that's the staff. That's, they're, just, they're like actors now. They're like rubbish extras. Right? That's what they are. They're Cause all yeah, going, they, I mean, clearly, clearly they set all this up yeah. earlier. <laughs> they yeah, have to pretend to be surprised by yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, look at that chicken leg. Yeah, I'll put that yeah, there. I know, I'm pretending. <laughs> so, next scene. 
Interior, Rapunzel's bedroom. Underneath the bed, a single tiny spider has found its way out of the bag. She's got a bag of spiders under her bed, I remember yeah. that. Only one of them smart enough to figure out how to get out of a bag, though. <laughs> Rapunzel enters and retrieves the bag. She looks inside. A few more spiders have emerged from their eggs within the berries. Mm. Interior ballroom. Edward and Danielle are here within the crowds. That's her parents, right? Yeah. The squire sits at the head table. (laughs) (laughs) He is surrounded by heads Mm. of all the staff who have displeased him that week and he cut their heads off. Rapunzel is not here, however, and the squire calls over young Mrs. Fox from where she is seated nearby. Oh, sir, sir, my lord. Go and tell my wife to hurry along. <laughs> yes, sir, my lord. Soon we, soon we eat all this cheese, the sooner I get to funny spunk time. <laughs> funny spunk time. Ha, 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 look at my spunk. <laughs> it's funny spunk. Young Mrs. Fox curtsies and leaves the room through the main entrance. Seconds later, Rapunzel arrives unnoticed through the servant's entrance. Rapunzel moves through the room. Mm. Out of the corner of her eye, she sees her parents, and her eyes fill with hate. Ooh, she's not happy. Danielle tries to attract her daughter's attention. Yoo-hoo! Rapunzel glances at her with a cold stare, and Danielle hangs her head. <laughs> <laughs> then she puts her head at the head, head table. table yeah. <laughs> Rapunzel joins the squire. The squire stands. My faithful servants and friends, let the merriment begin. Um, I don't know why they're doing that yeah, like Mexican music. Howard, Howard. <laughs> says the squire. Yeah. Howard, could you... <laughs> when I said merriment, I didn't mean that kind of faux Mexican no, yeah, music. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, that was, it was anachronistic. I can't remember and... what we were supposed to play weddings, squire, sorry. <laughs> you went for that. That was wedding music, aren't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks anyway, Howard. Probably not going to invite you to my next wedding. I don't want to come. I'm, you know, I know what happens at this one. Okay, let the merriment begin. What? I said, I don't want you to do the weird oh. mariachi music. <laughs> just don't do that, all right? I wasn't, I wasn't listening before. Okay, just uh, too busy thinking about playing listen, mariachi listen, music. I'm going to say it again, all right? Yeah. Because... Every time I tell them to start the merriment, yes. like, you do that, and it means they don't start merrying. No, 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 no. So what I'm saying is, yeah. when I do it again... Do what? When I say, let the merriment begin... No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen to the whole sentence, what? it's important. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. When I say that thing, mm. don't, About... don't do that. Okay, all right? don't do that. Just be quiet. Right. All right. Enjoy yourself. Have some food. Right. But but don't do music. Okay. Here oh, we go. No, right, I'm not in charge of the music. You ready? Okay. okay. Uh, my faithful servants and friends and Howard, let the merriment begin. Go on, then. I won't do it. Waiters suddenly appear from all corners. Ping. <laughs> Hello, we are a magic Hello, appearing waters. A magic wetter. Oh, what wonderful mariachi music. It's so enjoyable. Oh, no, no. <laughs> well, I love this music. We love this in France, where we have never heard it before. 
So away it suddenly appear from all corners, carrying tray upon tray of bowls. So they've got a pile of trays, right? <laughs> yeah. Tray upon tray with bowls on it. Right. So they're just it's like they're carrying like clean things to put them away or something. They, they should just... have put the bowls on the table. That would have been, <laughs> yeah, yeah. been one. Usually, le- usually left the crockery the is there. Yeah, isn't it? left the trays in the kitchen where they belong. All eyes turn to the squire. When he begins to eat, everyone else follows his lead, except for Rapunzel, who merely watches the others. Next scene, interior, staircase. Young Mrs. Fox ascends. Young Mrs. Fox arrives at Rapunzel's bedroom, knocks, waits a moment, and then opens the door. The door creaks open. Young Mrs. Fox peers in. Interior staircase, young Mrs. Fox descends. The only sound, her footsteps. Interior corridor of ballroom. Young Mrs. Fox hurries back towards the ballroom. She reaches the doors to the ballroom and opens them. She stares in horror. Silence. Tables and chairs have been toppled. Crockery lays smashed. But the most prominent image is the twisted faces of the dead people that litter the floor. Many are bleeding from their mouths, ears, eyes or noses. Nice. Only Rapunzel is alive and she stands on the central table next to the cake, looking pleased with herself. She looks up at young Mrs Fox's entrance. Young Mrs Fox begins to back away. Rapunzel frowns. She picks up the large, sharp cake knife and then leaps off the table in pursuit and out of the ballroom. What the crap happened there? So Mrs Fox went upstairs... Yeah, and in the time it took her to go upstairs and come back down again, everyone died. Yeah, but Rapunzel didn't. So we've got to assume from what we've seen that the soup was poisoned. Right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, close up, dead bodies, maids, waiters, the gardener, hey. the priest, hey. musicians, Danielle and Edward. Mariachi band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Howard. <laughs> you were there, weren't you? Everyone in Century Chase except Rapunzel and Mrs. Fox. Is dead. Oh, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who killed everyone in the world except for Mrs. Fox and Rapunzel? Was it Mrs. Fox? Is that why Rapunzel is chasing after her with a knife? Or does she just want to butter her? Find out next week on The Was Writer in the World. Was Writer in the World. Was Writer in If you like listening to me reading stuff that Howard wrote when he was a kid, then you should also listen to The Man by Cow podcast, Doctor Who specials The Dalek Invasion of Balham <laughs> Balham is apparently not a suburb of London, but an, and it looks like an island Balham, I'm got... invading Balham, I'm a Dalek <laughs> You're not a Dalek, Tom Baker, Doctor Who, are you? <laughs> Get confused. <laughs> Doctor Who stories written by Howard as a child, read by Rufus as an adult. They are the Aranthrans. 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 They have an evil stare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's take the lift, Leela. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go up there. Most of those stairs are fine, but there's one. There's one. You cannot trust these evil. <laughs> Starring a really good impression of Tom Baker Doctor Who. Come on, Jimmy, we've got to read 
properly. We've got to recreate the human, the human race. Me, a time lord, and a man from the past. We must restart the human race. So accurate, you'll think the real Tom Baker Doctor Who agreed to be in it. The Doctor enters the telescopic room with his instrument. <laughs> yeah, he does. This is my banjo. <laughs> Do you like it? Would you like to play it? Including the high standard of writing you've come to expect from young Howard. We see a room. It is a giant telescopic room. Mm. <laughs> There's no such thing as a telescopic room. <laughs> I think it means a room with yeah, a telescope. Well, it does because the next line says, a great big telescope sticks out of the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> great big. <laughs> Steve, yes. you really understand <laughs> The Man by Cow podcast, Doctor Who Specials. Can you explain that? Uh, no, never mind. Let's go shopping. <laughs> Available free from manbycow.com and the British Comedy Guide. And Mike has lost his feet. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, looking all. around for them. Oh, I can't find my feet. Where <laughs> did I put them? I've never seen them. I usually keep them on the end of my ankles. <laughs> We're getting ready to go now. To spend some time with Man by Cow. The group go up to a desk <laughs> where an evil looking girl sits. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. Best writer in the, the world. Best writer, Howard, in the world. Thank you. If you'd like to hear more, the extended episode is available to our secret gang right now on Patreon. You can find that by going to our website or patreon.com forward slash manbycow. All the links are in the show description as always. What other kind of things can they get on Patreon, Howard? Oh my giddy gosh blimey. Loads There's of stuff, so right? many wonderful things they yeah. can get there. Loads of extra audio, video, um, pages from the script. Yep. If you want to read along and also see all the stuff we cut from Howard's original original script you can get that on patreon right now for as little as two dollars a month yeah and we'll even give you your own special secret gang name special secret gang name yes and um stuff every week so you may remember last week we set you Not a really. little i mean i'm just drunk for most of it <laughs> okay but other people might remember okay last yeah, week we're going... where we set them a challenge to recommend our show using the word pinion yes and so many of you used it wrongly, you big morons. How idiot. can you get that wrong? We it's told about, you what it means. It's about a bird's wing. Yeah. Or where a cottage is. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Okay. But no, nah, not really. We, yeah, no, we told okay. you to do it we wrongly. We told you to do it wrong. And they were all great, but we could only pick one. Yeah, because of a rule that we made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, OK. Hmm? And we have chosen Yaroslav Raniak because not only was it an excellent use of the word pinioned, but he also went to the trouble of tagging people who he thought yes. might enjoy. And we, we thought that was going above and beyond uh, the call of the challenge. So here's what Yaroslav wrote. One of the funniest podcasts I've ever heard. Wow. Now, good start, I've got to admit, right? It's basically a read-through of childhood stories and film scripts pinioned with a great commentary. One of the very few things that actually make me laugh out loud. Also in public, to the great discomfort of random people. We also unexpectedly had an art challenge this week, right? <laughs> Which, well, we didn't actually start it or tell anyone about it, but someone sent us some art and therefore won. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, congratulations. So, so congratulations. And you win to, the million pounds. Yeah, a million pounds <laughs> to Keris Byrne on Twitter, who wrote, couldn't resist pinioning some worst writer show fan art of the wonderful Mrs. Fox and Mr. Fox. And she sent us a really fantastic realisation of Mrs. Fox, right? Yes, I was fantastic. So, so impressed with that. And you can see that. We retweeted it on Twitter. We also posted it on our Facebook group and Facebook page. And so, yeah, so congratulations, Keris uh, Byrne, for winning a million pounds. All you've got to do to collect that million pounds is go to your nearest bank with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and say, give me my million pounds. I won it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All yeah, right? And they will, they will do that. Mm. But this has inspired us, right? We thought, well... This is inspired us. This is inspired. Oh my god! I've taken out the spider. Okay, it has inspired us. Oh yeah. Because we had an accidental art challenge, which was immediately won by the only person who entered. We yeah. thought we should have a second one. Yes. Right. So this week, we would love you to submit your artistic realizations of events or characters your in Rapunzel f- fan art. And the yeah. short version of that is fart, of course. We'd like you to send us your farts. <laughs> send us your farts. Oh my god! You can send it to us on Twitter at Worst Writer Show. Uh, we're on Facebook. Just search for the worst writer in the world. world. Yeah, we've got a group and a page. And we've got a website, manbycow.com. So just get us your art and we will um, we'll share it and retweet it and all that kind of stuff. And we'll talk about how great it was next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Howard. Goodbye, Howard. <laughs> you loser. <laughs> what a great joke. I'm the first person. I'm the first person. Yeah, 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 well done. Congratulations on being the first person to do that joke. The worst joke in the world. Break me He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.